By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome to Behind the Drive Shortcuts. My name is Douglas McLean, and our guest today is Sarah Spring. I had an opportunity to speak to Sarah, whose music I have fallen completely in love with. In April of 2020, at the beginning of the pandemic, she's still releasing great music and self-producing some wonderful songs. She's had upwards of 436 listeners, 436,000 listeners on Spotify over the last year. She's a remarkable star and so humble. Please welcome Sarah Spring to Shortcuts. I guess the first place I would like to start is, first of all, I wanted to thank you or congratulate you on your album, Prince. And I've heard uh, some, I personally really love it. And uh, I've heard a lot of great things about it on Facebook and things like uh, you've had some good success with um, Spotify and things. Yeah, I just started listening to Under Cold Water, so uh, that's pretty cool. So let's just sort of go to the beginning and talk a little bit about how did you how did you get here? Like how's you, how did you make this journey to this moment now? So- okay. Uh, well, with piano, I I like I've always played um, and. Uh, so I, I, you know, I played classically for very for a long time and went to university for that. And uh, um, but definitely stopped playing for a few years in my twenties, um, mostly due to an injury that I got while I was at a school in Montreal, practicing too much in cold practice rooms, <laughs> and uh, so then I started to find my way back to piano through composing and I, I guess it was like driven by what I wanted to hear and play as well as what I could play you know as my and and then over the years my injury subsided and now I don't even think about it so I'm pretty lucky yeah yeah do you mind me asking what the injury was um oh gosh no but it was that's fine but it was it was like uh it's in my it was in my right arm and it was i think it was called tendonitis at one point it was just yeah i just basically couldn't um stop having the flexibility and motion in my fifth and fourth fingers yeah and uh yeah and and when i I, in combination with um there's this massage therapist uh in in town uh, named Glenn Skidmore and he he kind of like healed it like I don't know a long time ago now I don't want to date myself (laughs) so yeah so all those things well you know I've tried for years to learn how to play piano and uh, I always end up having arm problems um, big time do you? yeah because and I studied yeah. with Marion Linton. Yeah, it, like it, it, I, I guess I do like a kind of a daily regimen still to to counter it, you know. So, right. but it's worth it. Yeah, <laughs> my problem is because I play 
guitar all my life. I'm basically a rhythm guitarist. I tend to uh, stress my right arm too much when I'm trying to play. I don't float. Like Marion was always telling me, I had to dance with my arms and my hands. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, yeah. like, who who amongst, like, when you were playing classical music, who were your you know, your, your favorites, for lack of a better word, like, who did you really admire and study? Is there anyone in particular that you... Um, I guess, yeah, well, when, when I played classical, I, yeah, it's a funny question, because it, it, I guess, like, deep down, it, it was never really, it just never really clicked with me in a true way, like, true classical music, but, um, I loved Beethoven and I loved Bach and I played that music a lot and gosh was really inspired by several teachers that um, that taught me that in particular one from Toronto named Leslie Kinton and I think he still tours like with a piano duo and uh, he's he's just incredible he used to I studied with him in Toronto when I was like 17 and, and he would, you know, dance around the room and he was so inspired about particularly Beethoven. It was, it was cool. And I'll always remember it. So oh, cool. yeah, that kind of stuff. Wow. Um, yeah, because I've never, uh, I, you know, I have to, I have a pretty poor affinity for classical music, but your dad is a piano player, isn't he? I was asking, isn't your isn't your dad a piano player? Yeah, my dad is a, a blues piano player, and uh, you know he he was always playing, and I always tried to emulate the way he played as a kid. Um, yeah, he he was great, and he he taught me how to do triads, <laughs> <laughs> like go through the you know, like major triad or whatever I can, I'll always remember how he taught me and when I teach now I teach my students the way my dad taught me how to play triads oh yeah he, he described it like you 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 play a triad and then you do a headstand <laughs> so like the bottom note goes on top kind of thing right so um, yeah I, that, yeah and then just of course his style of playing he, he has like a particular way that he that he plays um, pop and blues with his left hand and I I that's my go-to as well whenever I'm trying to like play along with other people or whatever so right. I definitely picked that up from him and his riffs I, I, I can't do his riffs he's he's way better than me in that area but in his right hand <laughs> oh anyway yeah well you seem to use your right hand quite a bit though like um... <laughs> sorry um like it, it sounds to me like you're using your your little finger and your ring finger quite a bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I still now I do, of course. But what I mean is his his like blues riffs is what I mean is oh, okay. I just don't have like the I don't know he, I don't have the knowledge of like those scales like I don't listen to that music enough to be able to do it like he does like right. he's it just sort of is so natural for him that's right. what I meant so um so when you did record and uh, your <laughs> your first album I think um in the uh, 2014 right 
Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have been able to say that with the year, but that sounds right. Um, yeah, that was really fun. That was for, uh, that was for, um, this project with Beverly Hoxley called Imagining Winnie, who was, um, Winnie Trainer, like the supposed girlfriend of Tom Thompson. And, uh, Beverly did this whole series of amazing paintings. And then I wrote a little soundtrack for it. It was really fun. So, yeah, that was my first recording experience. I did not record that one myself. Oh. I, someone uh, recorded me on, on my parents' piano, actually. So, yeah. Oh, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I, I was actually referring to um, the uh, Christmas one. I guess it's Christmas songs or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Imagining Winnie, that's what I thought you meant, just based on the year. Maybe that one was earlier. Maybe that was more like 2013. Okay. My Christmas one, I did record myself, actually. I love, and, uh, I love that album. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite thing I've done. So. Yeah. yeah. Now, how do you... How do you re I recorded that when I... How do you... Rec how do you record? Um, well, that album, actually, I didn't, I mean, I shouldn't say I didn't know what I was doing, but I really didn't, and so I, but I, I made it okay, so I just, like, borrowed some mics, some condenser mics, and, um, had, like, one of those, uh, Zoom handheld recorders, and, and plugged my two mics into it, and just sort of messed around with my placement until I got something that was okay. And then gave it to Andre Wall, and he made it sound much better. Oh. <laughs> so that's how that album worked out. Yeah. And I recorded that album when uh, my daughter was, like, two or three months old. And uh, she she was such a good baby. She just, like, laid in her car seat while I fiddled around and played, <laughs> tried to get the songs right for, like, two weeks. <laughs> right, yeah. Anyway. Did, um... Yeah. Did, on Prince, did you also get that produced by Andre Wall? Uh, no, Prince was um, Prince was me. I I, I uh, recorded that, and I ended up, um, you know, I, I I did all this sort of obsessing with that, with the final sound on that one, and uh, yeah. Uh, in hindsight, I would have done things differently a little with the production of it, but I listen. You know, I listened to it the other day. It's been out for a year now, and I, I I think it's the first time that I thought this is pretty good. Like I'm proud of it. So oh, so I think it, sometimes it takes a little while to get to get away from a work before you appreciate it. You know, and can see the the good stuff in it. So I'm happy with it now. <laughs> oh, gosh, I can't. Can't imagine not being happy with that. Um, did well, thanks. It it uh, it has a particular mood to it. Uh, the whole album. Did, were you thinking of that? Okay, um, that's a, that's a fantastic question because I don't think so, but I don't think consciously. You know, but right. the, the mood is definitely. For me, the mood is definitely nostalgic. And when, like I say, when I listened to it the other day for the first time in a long time, I thought I kind of can see what the story was in hindsight, if that makes sense. But at the time, I think I was just writing music 
and the, the overall idea was um, prints, like snapshots or like old photos, basically, of, of a time period in someone's life, you know? Right. So, and, uh, yeah, so... So do you want to talk a little bit specifically about um, about one or two of the songs? Like how they came about. Let me just um, get them up here. Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, okay, well, how about we start with 27 for now? That's, um, basically, that song is about, um, like... It's supposed to be about an, an, an old apartment or place that's, that everyone has had when they were first becoming an adult and they, like, move out and, you know, you think back to that spot where you were still just a kid but you were, like, you know, having your first Christmas away from home or, like, like learning to make a few meals or whatever. <laughs> You're listening to Sarah Spring, an interview with me, Douglas McLean, on Shortcuts. We'll be right back after a minute. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Hey, welcome back to Shortcuts on The Bay, 88.7 FM. My name is Douglas McLean, and we're in conversation with Sarah Spring. So it's it's like that it's like a it's like nostalgic and also um, joyous. So that's what that one is sort of about, like the beginning of something, right? Right. And uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. Let me think. What what else is on there? <laughs> uh, winter light. Winter light. That one was. Yeah, that one is actually that's more sort of like like. Uh, like childhood, like skiing in the woods with your dad or something like that. Right. <laughs> like this, like again, nostalgic, but, um, innocent, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, music to marry by is an interesting one that, that one is, um, like the tune when I was married, um, this really fantastic musician, uh, Beverly, um, Beverly Glenn Copeland, who's, who's doing really well now, actually. Um, yeah. he, he wrote this. Yeah, he wrote this tune. We were really good friends. He wrote this tune, and he and his partner, Elizabeth, sang it as I walked down the uh, aisle, and uh, which happened to be in a field. <laughs> and um, I think, like, I think that I, I want to hear that tune again, but I think that there's, like, something in the tune that he wrote that inspired me Yeah. Amazing, amazing stuff. So, do you know Beverly? Uh, so, how well do you know Beverly Copeland? I didn't. Well, I know Beverly Glenn Copeland as um, Glenn, and uh, yeah, he he's his music has reached a lot of success in the past. Um, I think one or two years. Yeah. Actually, it's I think. It's a pretty neat story. He, he's he's um, done a few interviews on CBC in the past year or two about how um, an old album of his uh, got picked up, I think, in Japan. 
like like it, it got a, a renaissance. You're right. And um, and then and then he just became like through that. I think his popularity has risen, and uh, yeah, he's written some amazing stuff. I always am so inspired by his uh, work. So right, yeah, he's a great composer and poet. Yeah. Did you? So Prince got picked up by the same collection, didn't it? By the same guy who had this playlist or something like that? With Glenn Copeland, how long have you known him? Oh, this would. This is. Um, we were friends like uh, ten years ago or so when he and Elizabeth uh, lived in Huntsville. Oh, okay. Jeez, I didn't know that. I'm gonna do some research on that. Um, because I'm friends with him on Facebook, and uh, I'm sure it's the same person I knew back in the late '60s. But uh, so I, I left, right. right? So I went to LA for a couple of years and lost contact with everyone, and then came back. Okay. Yeah, we've got a weird loop there. Okay, so let's just keep talking a little bit about. So now you've got some new work coming. Um, are you going to record a whole new album? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying. Well, I think uh, I think I'm going to do the thing I'm working on right now is um, a set of three or four pieces. So. I'm I'm just trying to work that out if it's going to become a full album or if it's going to be something how I'm going to do that like release it in maybe two a set of two songs or I'm not sure yet but yeah there's something I've got something coming which is exciting for me <laughs> how how do you how do you work on your pieces do you just sort of experiment or do you have a specific theme in mind that you go after or uh, like, um, I think, uh, I think like I, like I just doodle, you know, I, or noodle, I should say, I, I, every day I'm like just messing around on the piano and I record a lot of what I do to see if the next day when I listen to it, to see if there's anything worth keeping. And then in addition to that, I try to do approach it another way, like, frequently which is where i think of a theme or a, like an image or words or whatever and try to come up with something that um is inspired by that so i, I guess i do it both ways and uh yeah i think it's probably better it would probably be better if i thought of a story and then try to wrote, write about that but you know I, you don't always do what you should, so <laughs> so often my ideas just come from messing around. Right, but do you work every day on something? Well, before um, COVID nineteen, yes, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I would. I had I had managed to um, like carve out a couple of hours each day in my schedule that I could just do like free playing, so. Um, and now, you know, I'm just sort of trying to find a new schedule with all the adjustments to this, like mostly having my kids home full time. So, right. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm getting there. I'm starting to find more time to get to it. <laughs> and, yeah, but, and you teach as well, right? Or you worked, didn't you not Yeah, teach? I teach piano. I have... 
Sorry? And I was just going to say, how many students do you have? Um, I, I think I have 30. Wow. 30 to 33, maybe something in there. Right. Yeah. And, do, like, are you still teaching yeah. them? Are you doing, like, Zoom or something? Um, I've, cu- I've had to cut way back because, of, like, just having like my kids are younger so um it's been a bit more tricky to to uh teach have the time to do it and uh zoom is yes i have been teaching on zoom teaching i think like a single melody and instrument on zoom like violin i think is maybe more suitable teaching piano on zoom is kind of a mess because there's two you know there's more than one note coming at the coming down the wires right. at once and it's like the signal often breaks up so right. so it's it's difficult but i've i have some students that are 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 trying to do it and it and they're it's going well like i'm i think it's an adjustment but i think it will you know hopefully we don't have to do this for too long and in the meantime it's okay so yeah <laughs> um i did a wonderful interview with briar summers and uh, she talked about you quite a bit, so uh, I, I guess she's taking lessons. I, I think she's taking lessons with you, if I remember I, this. I, I, I couldn't hear quite what you said there because of her connection. You said brought you interviewed Briar Summers, and she, she is a student of mine, and she's a gosh, she's a great performer and great musician. It's yeah. a pleasure to teach her. Yeah. Well, she said that she was really honored to have you as a teacher. Like, she was... Aw, that's so nice. (laughs) Yeah, she was pretty excited. Yeah, I was stunned by her presence. Um, She's a really remarkable young woman. You've been listening to a special conversation with Sarah Spring about her album Prince. She's got a lot of new music out. Go check her out. She's got half a million... Listeners on Spotify, what a great lady. Great musician as well. My name is Douglas McLean. Talk to you soon.